In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, your friend, Robin Shaw. I am so excited to announce the 2024 Robin Shaw Experience Comedy Tour. Tickets are now on sale for most cities. We have Kansas City. We have Dallas. We have Houston. We have Miami. We have Boston. Atlantic City is not on sale yet. That'll be um, after the new year, but I am coming to Atlantic City and more cities will be announced. But if you want to get tickets, you can go to www.robinshaw.com. Okay, now that we got business out of the way, Today's episode is Oh shit, I got fired Okay, maybe not the oh shit part (laughs) Okay, oh no I'm fired All right. so I was thinking back I've had many jobs, as I've told you guys. I mean, I've worked at a grocery store. I've worked at a a camp. I've worked at a paint-year-old pottery store. I worked at the alumni building at my school, a comic, a personal trainer. I'm I'm in the journal selling biz. I've sold light switches. I have had so many jobs. So I was like, have I ever been fired from them? Or do I just walk away? (laughs) Do I just quit? And the only time I can really think of me being fired, well, I don't even know if... Is being let go same thing as fired? I think so. I think so. Well, I was let go. (laughs) Okay, so this is what happened. I was doing a comedy show at Caroline's. The next day, I get an email, and the guy said, Hi, my name is, I don't remember his name, let's say Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Um, I am a producer at the WWE Network. That's the wrestling network, if you don't know. Um, He's like, we saw your comedy show last night. We think you're so funny. Uh, We'd love to take a call with you. So I write back, love wrestling. Guys, I have never seen a game in my life, okay? So I was like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I love wrestling. Call me. So he calls me and he's like, he's like, Robin, he's like, do you know wrestling? And I'm like, every single point. I don't know. I don't know what the wrestling is. And I was like, yeah, I love wrestling. And he's like, okay, because there's this show called the list. And what it is, is like people give commentaries on different aspects of wrestling. Some episodes are about certain players and other ones are about different terms and other things about different thingies, whatever it is. And it's like, it's called talking heads. Like you're in front of a green screen and, and you give funny commentary or, or not, not funny. It could just be regular commentary because it's not, it wasn't, the show wasn't just comedians. It was former wrestlers. It was rest. It was reality stars. It was just like everyone giving commentary, but well, not everyone. It was only like six, six of us. Okay. So anyway, he's like, we want to hire you to be on the show for four episodes. I was like, amazing. He's like, and we're going to film everything in one day. So it's a one day shoot. I was like, perfect. He's like, which is in four days from now. I was like, love it. He's like, so we're going to send do the questions and the topics and you so you could look over it and so you could just like you know riff and I'm like okay riff I I seriously know nothing so he sends it and it's 200 questions slash topics and it's like a, it's like reading a foreign language it's like reading French and nothing makes sense so I knew security 
liked wrestling, him and my other brother, when they were younger. So I was like, all right, I'm sure CIA, CIA, that's my other brother, or security, someone could teach me this. So I call security and I'm like, hey, do you have like 10 minutes to go over wrestling with me? He's like, fine, come over. So I go over to security. He sits me down and he goes, okay. So there's this universe. And right there, I knew I was fucked because if there's an entire universe that I'm going to have to learn within four days and make jokes, I knew this was going to be hard. Okay. So he like explains everything. He would go over all the topics and then I can't riff because I don't know these jokes. I don't know this well enough. So I wrote jokes for every single of the 200. And then that four days later, I go into studio and all my jokes were not even about wrestling. So like, for example, there was this wrestler who was a dentist. I'm making air quotes because that's just like his character. And so I was like, this dent, do I trust this guy to be my dentist? No. The gynecologist? Yes. Which makes no sense. I was just commenting on how good looking he was. But that was all my jokes. Nothing had to do with with wrestling because I didn't know what anything meant, right? So then um, a few days later, I get a call from the producer and he's like, you were so good. I want to offer you a writing job. Edge and Christian, who are these two wrestlers, are going to be doing a sketch comedy show. And we'd like to hire you and another guy to write the entire show. And then I was like, I have a confession, Dave. I don't know wrestling. (laughs) He was like, yeah, we know. He's like, we picked that up. He's like, but I think that's what's so fun about you is you're coming at this with eyes like for people who don't know wrestling. It's bringing in a new humor that we don't have. And that's why we want you to write for, for this show. And I'm like, okay, as long as you know that I know nothing about wrestling, I will write a show about wrestling. So he hires me. And the way this worked was the other writer would get like four sketches that he would have to write. And the producer then would call me and tell me an outline of four sketches they would want me to write. Like they would say which wrestlers they want and what genre of like the scene they wanted and how they wanted it. And I would write it. Well, I wrote the first episode. I sent it in. And then he came back with like a gajillion notes, sent it back. Gajillion notes. This went on and on for the first. It was, oh no, I was supposed to do 12 episodes by episode six. I get a call Yeah, it seems like you don't know wrestling, Robin. (laughs) I was like, I don't know wrestling. He's like, yeah, no, it's really obvious. We can't use any of your sketches. None of them make sense. Even the wrestlers you're writing about don't exist. Like, you're just making things up. And I was like, oh, no. And so then he fired me. And I had to wait like seven months before I got paid. I'm just bringing that up because we had to, like, hunt them down to get paid for those six episodes. So I think that was the only time I was a fired, but I feel like I wasn't fired. I feel like I was let go, but we could debate if it's a fired or a let go. Anyway, to the person I hope gets fired soon, let's bring him in. Security. Hello. (laughs) Um, Did I paint that picture correctly? There's this universe. I remember (laughs) that. I remember having the whiteboard behind me in my apartment. And I was like, there's this universe. And 
but you learned, you did learn it. Now I know. And you do, and you still retain that information. Cause There's you still, a dentist. Yes. You, and, you, and there was an undertaker. Very good. And there was a boy band. Yes, there was. Yes. And yes. well, that's about it. No, and Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. No, you, 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 you remembered everything. Yes. There, there, I think there were even more than 200 questions. There were I remember so I was writing jokes. many. I was writing jokes and you were like, Robin, you can't be mean. No. Because I, I didn't realize people were taking this seriously. Exactly. I thought it was That was, that that was, was your big thing. problem. Yeah. Like you thought this was a, a joke. joke. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this isn't a joke. This is... Like, seriously, there are like, thousands like, of fans. I'm like, in Speedos. Who's taking this seriously? I know. That was something. I'm like, no, this is serious. <laughs> you got to take this really seriously. I'm like, they're in Speedos humping each other, jumping on. Like, they would, like a guy would jump and his balls would end on a guy's face. And I would make a joke about it. And security would be like, Robin, people you, enjoy this. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> For a whole other reason. But um, yeah, thank you. Cause So was I fired or let go or is that the same thing? I think you... Uh, yeah, I think you were fired. <laughs> I think that was a full-on fire. Have you ever fire. been fired? Multiple times. By me. By you. Well, yeah. Especially on that day that you filmed. Oh my gosh. I was nervous. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what about. you're talking about, but this is going to make me seem like such a bitch, so I don't know if we should even <laughs> say it. But guys, okay, so security spent like three days, stayed up all night teaching me every aspect of wrestling. He didn't do anything all weekend except teach me. Because remember, it was 200 topics of wrestling. Wrestling goes back hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hulk Hogan, that's another yeah, wrestler. Very good. No, but you remember. can go back 100 years. Yeah, so, all right, and so now I'm heading out. No, in your yeah. defense, you were nervous. Yes. Because you were jumping into a thing that yeah. you know nothing about. So what happened was, I'm about to leave and security... You want me to highlight yeah, the question? So my security came over to quickly run just the jokes with me. And then I was like, all right, we got to go. Can you just quickly just highlight my top jokes? And he highlighted one line that wasn't the, my line. It was the question. And I was like, security, you have one job. What's wrong with you? And I started screaming. And he was like, one I, I, job? I didn't say anything. I, I, I know you I, didn't. Because I and knew. I, and I knew as those words left my mouth, I knew. I was in the wrong, but because of that, again, now that this is, it's been now eight years, yeah, something like that. And that joke, of, I know you have one, yeah, because anytime still. he messes up, I'll go, Security, you have one job. How are you fucking this up? You know, we all know he does everything. All right, so yeah, you get fired often, but it, it, wait, why did we got a DM? Someone, oh, guys, so when I announced all these shows, I put up all the flyers <laughs> who makes our flyers? Security. Oh. So I get a message from someone, and they were like, Hey, I hate to shit on security. <laughs> But do you know his Dallas and Houston skylines on the Flyers are mixed up? But in my defense, they were just happened to be both Dallas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas had the right backdrop. And Houston that, and had that's Dallas off. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna about to take some calls. We're gonna hear some other people's fired stories. If you ever want to call in, make sure you're following me on Instagram or TikTok at Robin Shaw, because that's where I announce the topics every week. All right, security. Okay. Let's open up the lines. Okay, Robin, we have Jillian on the line. Hi, Jillian. Holy shit. Hello. <laughs> Holy superhero. shit. Hello. How are you? 
I'm so starstruck. You are my hands down favorite human comedian, motivational speaker, journal maker, <laughs> sister, dog sister owner. I'm, I'm obsessed with you. Oh my God. Well, now I'm obsessed with you. Welcome to Call Waiting. Thanks, I'm so nervous. No, no, don't, don't be nervous. Oh my gosh, this is I'm I'm literally sitting next to security who best drops every other call. Okay, you'll always do better than him. Remember that. So our fired stories. So what do you got for us? Hmm, okay, where to start? It was my first year out of college. I was coaching a sport for another college that was in my same conference uh, and living on the campus of the college. So without being too specific, it's like. In the Northeast, right? This like little idyllic, beautiful campus. But I was like living on the campus with athletes that I had swung against. Like it was like a very, like, I don't know how to say this, but like it was, I don't know how else it was going to go. It was like a very incestuous setup, right? Like, of course I was going to like fraternize. Right. But some of them were older than me. Okay. So the season, I somehow get through the season without fucking up. Or fucking anyone. And we get to the end of the season. I'm like, I'm like, I obviously become friends with some of my athletes. And one of them who was a senior. So his season was over. Um, and one other kid who didn't swim or wasn't on my team. Well, there you go. I was the swim coach. And he didn't, um, wasn't on my, he was another, he was an athlete of another sport. And he was, so we were driving around campus together on this like lovely spring afternoon. And one of them was like, let's get high. So I was like, yeah, let's. There's, it's a college campus. I mean, the North, there's a thousand students, right? It's tiny. So we like pull up on the side of this road, off the road, on a hill. Why? I don't know. I listened to college students at the time. We're sitting on this hill and start smoking and security comes down this road. That's a dead end. There was no, nothing is down this road, but security happens. Not you, sir. The actual campus security <laughs> happens to be at not the Not my brother, road. real security. <laughs> an actual man in an automobile and it's like, Hey, what are you kids doing? The kid in the back seat with the contraband leaves it on the back seat when he gets out of the car. Oh my God. And I, um, it was like the worst decisions ever made by a bunch of 21 year olds. The, the device itself was also left in the front seat. The students had thought to maybe throw it at a tree. I advised him otherwise. Obviously the police officer like takes this whole report. I get called into the athletic director department office the next day and he's like listen I really believe in you you're gonna be a great coach but you're fired I can't <laughs> obviously you can't work here this is a black eye on our department but good luck. <laughs> and I'll end the story by saying that I did in fact get a coaching job the next season at an Ivy League fucking college so getting fired from there in fact did nothing but advance my career and give me a great story to tell them <laughs> yeah I mean well, well I have a few things one I was just saying this on Instagram stories the other day when something you have to believe when bad things happen that it's actually because it's opening a better door for you you know if you get fired good something better is coming if someone breaks up with you good a better partner's coming so yeah you got fired but you got a better job yeah I would say that that's the case like 50% of the time that I got fired I got something better. The other 50% of the times I had to like, you know, fucking figure it out. But a life lesson emerged. Right. So there's always something to gain from getting fired. <laughs> exactly. So if you're listening right now and you got fired, no, congratulations. Something good is about to happen. Uh, you'll at least have a great fucking story to tell, yes. right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, I'm thinking back to, you know, I was an acting major, and so many times professors would come to our parties because, like, the, you know, the acting program was very small, and they would be like, 
I mean, there was alcohol, but there was some drugs too. And there would just be teachers there. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, it happens. You know, that's what happens college at a lot of colleges. Fraternization madness. Like yes. Coaches with athletes, teachers with students, TAs with, I mean, it was, I went to a small school. It's even worse at the smaller schools. Yeah, it no happens. Shame, hey, college, right? Yeah. You, you went to UConn. I, I grew up in Connecticut. Okay, so you know UConn. Okay, there's a lot of partying. That's it. There's nothing else to do. All right, Jillian, thank you so much for coming on call waiting. You are a absolute delight. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I love you both so much. And please hug out for me. I will. I will. All right. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, wait, she's so sweet. So something good will happen after you fire me every single time? <laughs> yes, I hire you back. Oh, okay, okay. I'll find can... another job for you to do. <laughs> Congratulations. You know what? If I fire you today, you know what? You could come over and throw out my garbage. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, let's put through another call. All right, Robin, we have Nancy on the line. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Thank you for coming on Call Waiting. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so today's episode are um, the how, the why, the story behind getting fired. So what do you have for us? So when I was in high school, um, there was a program called Project Express that would give kids an opportunity to get a job. Unfortunately, the job that they gave me, I didn't like, but I took it anyway. And it was in a card shop slash candy store. The woman that owned the place, she had her 85-year-old woman, a mother, working there. And the, and as soon as I got hired, she didn't like me, the 85-year-old woman. She kind of felt like I was taking her place. So what she would do, which her, mother, her daughter didn't know she was doing to me, is she would misplace things and I would get blamed for it. She would, like, mess up the cards that you put in. Um, and blame me for it. So I was getting in trouble a lot, even though I didn't do anything. Right. So one day I came in and in the hallway of the card shop, like the aisle, there was money on the floor. And so I took it right? <laughs> because because <laughs> there's money on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Well, she set me up. And the next day when I came no. in, I got fired because I stole the money. But how is that stealing if it was on the floor? Because she put it on the floor near the back door where they have the safe. Mm. And they ended up, she, and, and I knew that she fired me because a girlfriend of mine got a job the next week and she told her that she did it. What a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a little bitch. Yes. I mean, I, you know, she was 85. I wasn't trying to take oh. a place back there. Okay, what an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset. It was my it was my first job, too, so I was very upset about it, but I'm sure, but that, that was not like that was me. not your fault. You know, some people are just no. cranky and miserable yeah. and you know what? Yeah. Good. You didn't have to work around her anymore. That's bad energy. Yeah. I always say your mood is going to be dependent on the people you surround yourself with. So if you had to work with a cranky old bitch day after day, you would have been miserable. So yeah. good. She gave you she gave you a gift by getting you fired. 
Did you get to keep the money at least? I did. <laughs> so it was a win-win all around. I don't see a problem with this yes, story. Absolutely. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that stupid bitch set me up. Yeah, that's it. I hope she's listening to this and she's going, oh my God, why do they keep calling me a bitch? Um, all right, well, thank you so much for calling. I Again, congratulations. I think that's a wonderful win for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Take care. When your workplace is miserable, your whole life is miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Agreed. hey, why no, you agreeing? No, no, Get into it. You're no. fired. <laughs> okay. You're hired. Go throw out my trash. What's $10 doing on the floor? <laughs> I, I should have asked her how much money it was mm-hmm. because like, I'm trying to think if I'm in a store and I've actually, anytime I find money, I always look around to see if it's somebody's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think like, what would I do if I was in a story worked at and there was money on the floor? Maybe I would bring it to the manager. I don't know. Well, can I throw a h- hypothetical situation? What? What if you go into a store? I, th- I think this happened once to somebody we knew where they walk into a store and there was construction going on and the store was actually closed. Yeah. And, and would you actually like take the food, like no, an item and then leave the money at the dad counter did that his dad right yeah what ha- no dad. this is what happened dad went into cvs and there was no one behind the counter and he wanted to buy a newspaper and he looked around no one was there so he took out ten dollars and just left it on the counter and took the newspaper <laughs> and waved it in the air <laughs> so that the cameras that would it. say but that's not taking money that was leaving money he left ten dollars yeah he left extra because he didn't want to be accused of anything <laughs> but he also wasn't going to wait for the person to come back from <laughs> We're such a weird family. All right, put through another call. All right, Robin, we have Rebecca on the line. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome on to Call Waiting. Oh, this is this is wild. It's real. I can't believe it. Wait, I think that every time, every time I'm in the studio, I'm like, I can't believe I have a podcast where I just get to talk to people. This is like the dream. It's so wild because I feel like I'm 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 calling and talking to one of my girlfriends and just like gabbing. And yet I haven't met you, but I feel like you're one of my friends. Like you said, you're where you were your kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. I've just I've never done this before. This is so weird. Uh, the last time I called something that airs is in the is in like the late eighties, early nineties <laughs> on the radio station when you call in for a song. Yeah, this is like when, when I was when I first met with Betches and I was like, Okay, so I have this idea, like it's like an old school call in radio show because those don't really exist anymore and all I want to do is talk to you guys because to your point I run into like I'll get stopped one to three times a day on the streets from you guys the kids and you guys will stop me and it's like we're friends and it's so weird it's like we've all known each other forever and then I hear the same thing from you guys at my live shows that no matter who you're sitting with like who are sitting by you all have similar like inside jokes or stories or lives and it's just really cool how we all kind of just have this like old friendship that even though none of us have ever met it's i know it's so wild and it's so great because you've you've formed this awesome little community of like happy positive supporting uplifting people thank you thank you all right well let's get to business today's episode is about getting fired so talk to me what's your story yeah so okay like i like i said i got i got fired after five and a half years of of 
devoted work for asking for raises that were already promised to me. What do you mean? And like, how, like what, is it like in your, like when you were hired, were they like, oh, every six months you'll get a raise? She would randomly approach me and, or we would be sitting at a, a table or something like that, or we would be at a meeting together or something. And so she would bring it up. It, th- that was the wild thing is that I was never coming to her going, Hey, I think it's time. Or I, I, you know, I, I've worked really hard. I've done A, B and C, blah, blah, blah. She's always, she had always come to me and brought that to the table and said, Hey, so, and like the very first one was in, it was the end of 2018. And it was the promise of a raise that would have been almost $1,600 a month more added to my monthly salary. Wow. And I didn't even get that one. And so five and a half years and I've, I've had to watch her spend spend money both on herself and her business, whether it was smart or not. And most of it, unfortunately, was not. But yeah, it was just, it was so, it was so bizarre. And I remember I, I was on a meeting, I was on a Zoom call meeting with her and I asked her about it. She had just gotten back from a trip out of state. It was the week-long women's networking convention that she goes to every year, even though she's not supposed to, because she promised her husband that she wouldn't spend money on those things because her, because her business can't afford it. (laughs) She's in real estate, by the way. Okay, She's not good with like money and, and and distribution of money. (laughs) Yeah. So then did you ask her eventually for the money? I've, you know, I tried and she it was really unfortunate because she handed it, she handled it in a very cowardly way. And she did promise, like when I asked her, like, Hey, I would really like for you to follow through on your promises for a raise. Like it doesn't even need to be that much, but I need something to know that these promises that you've made me over the last five and a half years, that you're going to follow through on something. And I need, I need you to show me something because you've given me nothing. I've given you everything. You know, I'm devoted. I work, real estate agents, they're not nine to fivers. They're not. I have been up at midnight drafting contracts on New Year's Eve. Right. It's a seven day a week thing. Yeah, because it's all about timing. So you want to make sure you, you know, if something's a deal, you want to get to it. So how did she fire you? Or like, when did that come? So when I asked her to follow through, she said, yes, yes, of course, of course. And she said, I absolutely deserved it. All the things. And that she was going to work out a number and everything was going to be okay. And I was going to get more money and we were going to get more work and blah, blah, blah. And things were just going to progress and happy, happy go lucky. She did not tell me that I was going to be fired. She cowardly started locking me out of my account and changing the passwords on everything. And so I was watching her because again, real estate is a 24 hour deal. Yeah. It's always going on. And so I'm sitting there on the computer working and I'm getting locked out of everything. And I don't understand. I'm like, what is she doing? And then I realized, I'm like, I think I know exactly what she's doing because I know her so well at this point. And so I message her just like, Hey, are you having trouble with getting into this account? Just checking. And then she ignored me. I eventually got her on the phone and she didn't even stay on the phone for two minutes, not even two, two minutes. She would not have an adult 
mature conversation. She wouldn't talk did about she, it. Did she say the words, you're fired? She said, I just decided that it's just going to be for the best, for the best. I'm just, I'm just cutting it here and I don't, I don't need you anymore. I can do it all myself. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like, um, when you're in a relationship, okay. And the guy starts just first, he starts just pulling away. Do you know what I mean? And then he changes his locks. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? And then he does this and then he does that. And then eventually you're like, what the fuck? And then he has to go, I don't think this is going to work out. You know what I mean? It's She was playing yeah. games with you. So for the best, good. Now you don't have to deal with that crap and you could get paid for what you're worth. Yeah, it felt like five and a half years of love bombing. And then yes. I got the, the rug pulled out. Yeah, from no, underneath. this felt like the, from listening, it sounds like a toxic relationship and I'm glad you're out of it. Oh, honestly, it was. It was unfortunate. There's... um. An ex I'm thinking of who, you know, if, if anyone wants to go back and listen to the ex-boyfriend episode who broke up with me and I was devastated at the time. But then in hindsight, I'm like, oh, thank goodness he let me free, you know. So she actually did you this yeah. huge favor. And so it's it's for the best. All right, Rebecca, we have to take more calls. But yeah. thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to, to hearing more of your of your shows in the future. And good luck. I know that you're going to get your talk show. You're going to do it, Robin. Aw, thank you so much. You're so <laughs> sweet. Thanks for calling in. All right. Have uh, a good trip to Paris. Thank you. Bye. Oh, yeah. I didn't even tell the listeners. I'm heading to Paris. Like the, like, French Paris. There's one in Canada. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> I'm going to Canada. <laughs> no, we're going to Paris. Me and my mom. I'm so excited. Um, at the beginning of the year, you know, I always make goals with you guys. If you're not following my Instagram, I, we make a list of goals. And I actually put up an Instagram box and I let you guys pick the goals. And then I pick the ones that you suggest. And one of you guys said, go to Paris. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we got to go to Paris. But I had no plans. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. And then my mom was like, who you going with, Robin? And I was like, um, I don't know. Let me ask Belinda. And Belinda's like, I can't go. And so then I asked Regina. And Regina's like, I can't go. And then I asked about 10 more people. And everyone's like, I can't go. My mom's like, so where? you still need someone to go with? And I was like, mom, do you want to come with me to Paris? And she's like, let me think about it. <laughs> no, but she's, um, she's, she's not, doesn't really travel. My dad doesn't like to travel. So she's so excited. I'm so excited. And guys, we have a date. I changed my dating profile location to Paris about two weeks ago. And under my first prompt, I wrote one says, tell me something about yourself. I wrote, I'm going to be in Paris from this day to this day. And on the top of my list is to go on a romantic date. And a bunch of people messaged me and there was this one guy and we've been talking every single day since and we are so mushy tushy like writing like romantic things back forth like he gets the assignment we only have one date we don't have time for you know what's your favorite color we're just jumping into love so I have a date in Paris on Saturday night so when I come back we'll do a Paris episode and I'll fill you in on everything all right sorry that was a little you know I, I felt like I had to fill everyone in what? sure he doesn't start changing the locks <laughs> <laughs> no, when that when she no. was saying how the, the she the person was changing this and pulling back, that just felt like a dating situation where mm -hmm. someone didn't have the balls to just say. You see, and I, for something like that, I would love to see where this company is 
now. Oh, I bet you anything they're under. Exactly. This woman seemed like she was drowning. <laughs> like, before, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. even her husband was like, what are you doing? You're, mm-hmm. You can't run this company. Yeah. You know, if I, I was trying to think like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't see this company thriving. Not, not at all. I'm telling you, every call we've had so far, when I hear why the person was fired, it always seems that it is a blessing. Yeah. If it's a toxic environment, it's good to get out. Mm-hmm. So just know if you're in a toxic environment, steal and lie until someone fires you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do another call. All right, Robin, we have Marie on the line. Hi, Marie. Hello. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is this so fun? <laughs> like, it's just so, like, so cool that I just get to, like, yeah, talk to you it's guys. It's crazy. Um, crazy. Where, are you, where are you from? Ontario, Canada. Ooh, I was just talking about yes. Canada. Because there's a Paris in yes. Canada, right? I wish I could have come to your Toronto show, but it was a little far for me. But uh, hopefully you're back soon and we can make it out to a show. 100%. I'm sure I will be back soon. Okay, so today's topic yes. is about getting fired. Uh, so what story do you yes. have for us? Um, basically, this specific grocery store in my town is the only place that would hire high school students at the time. So my brothers and I all worked there as our first job. I'm not sure if it's still like this now, but basically they were super strict about how they were would close the store. And so you would have to wait till the last customer was gone. And then even if they were gone like half an hour after closing time, we had to wait. There was no telling them like, okay, we're closing at nine. So this one day, it's a story about my brother. He was about 17 at the time. The customer, last customer left at 9.30. So then we were, they were able to start closing um, their department and once we were done windexing sweeping dusting cleaning mopping um, like I said they were pretty strict <laughs> they, we would have to wait for the closing manager to then come back to triple check our work um, and then the, the other manager at the time told them that um, him and a co-worker had asked can we go to the bathroom while we wait um, so at this point it was probably like 10 30 or 10 45 p.m can we go to the bathroom while we wait and the other manager had said no you have to wait for the closing manager so naturally they decided to go to the bathroom and have a little sword fight in the drain wait, wait can you elaborate on sword fight they peed they both peed in the drain <laughs> at the same time <laughs> um and then turns out the manager saw them and so they got understandably got them both fired for peeing in the bathroom <laughs> okay yeah. Um, wait, I'm, I'm, is, I'm more, (laughs) I'm more intrigued by this term sword fight. Is that a thing? Do people call it that? Um, it is here. Yes. Yeah. There, it can mean many things, but, uh, yeah, guys like camping and stuff, guys will have fun and go in the bush and pee at the same time. And they call it sword fighting. Oh my God. Guys are like a different creature. Can you imagine you and me being like, let's, let's have a sword fight with our pee stream. Like we would never. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I couldn't Um, think of something less. Like there's about a million things I would be like, Oh, um, Marie, let's go do this. Let's go. Let's go shop. Let's go this. Let's do this. The last thing I would ever think is, you know, it would be fun if we have a, a sword fight. With our urine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, anyways, he got four months severance pay. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually really good for a 17-year-old or a kid. Yeah. 
yeah, and he got another job pretty much right away. But uh, yeah, he learned he learned a lesson that day for sure. <laughs> I love it. All right, lesson mm-hmm. learned: don't pee yes. in a sink. Was it a sink? In a drain. In a drain. Wait, it, it was like a drain on the floor in the back room. There was like drains. <laughs> Oh, and that's a little worse. The grocery store. There was no food. There was no food around or anything, but still not a great, not a great thing to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lesson learned. I won't pee in a drain. Okay. We got this. Yeah, All sure. right. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, have a good day. Thank you. You too. I don't even want to know, but like you and, and our other brother, like I, I, I grew up with you guys. You guys really didn't do too many like weird gross things. Oh. Okay, so this is not a guy thing. It's not like all guys do this. I, 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 I've been covering <laughs> my face this entire phone call. Yeah, but also, you know that sometimes I, I always thought about this, especially during the last presidency when there was a lot of talk of like locker room talk. I'm like, mm, that's not really a thing because I have two brothers and a lot of male cousins and uncles and I never really heard you guys ever talk like about anything that's gross. No. Like, or we don't. whether it's women or like just urine. No. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. It's all like I can like, say. You guys no. talk about like musical theater? Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's like musical theater or accounting. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Taxes. Yeah. Not, you know, sword fights. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. If, if that's you, what if you, you ever, like to do, that's what you like to do. Just don't do it in a drink because you may get fired. Correct. All right, guys, thank you everyone for calling in. Um, if you ever want to know the topic, just follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. And now, what is our end segment? Okay, so I Do went... we have a title of this segment? Yes. <laughs> Liar. It's called Yeah. How Not to Get a Job. Oh wow, this is on topic. Very on topic. Okay, great. Okay, so I did some research. Actually, when <laughs> I did. What is what what define define research? Googled and I got sent to LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is LinkedIn, yeah, which is a, a source. Exactly. And they have the top six things, top six things to not say at a job interview, and the top six things what not to do. Oh, this is interesting. interview. Okay. All right. Yeah. So actually, why don't you try to figure out what do you think is something you shouldn't do at a job interview? Pee on the number seven. Now, you know, it's, <laughs> okay. What not to do on a job interview? Um, curse? Um, what was it? Well, I guess. What? Yeah, well, poor body language. I guess, poor body language? I guess body language or just language in general, I guess. Poor I would... body language, but that's not, that's physical. Okay. So. Oh, so maybe like what? Don't have your arms crossed like, I'm, like do I'm doing right now. So maybe, okay. Okay, what else do you think you shouldn't do? Um, I don't think you should, t- at the job interview, say all the dates you can't be there. Yeah, which is, I guess, lying. What? Lying. That's not lot security. I'm saying things. I am trying to make you win the game. I appreciate. I'm helping you. Okay. Okay. See, this is why I'm weak. Because okay, (laughs) I was thinking about it this other day. I had a negative comment. Okay, and I don't. I'm such a softy because mom, dad, you, and our other brother have babied me so much that like if I like okay, I'm saying the wrong answer and you're saying it's right even though it's wrong. So in the real world, how am I supposed to be tough? <laughs> okay, give me another uh, yeah, one. Not, You're not even listening to me. You're reading the LinkedIn. Okay, go on. 
Okay, think of one more thing that you shouldn't do. Okay, um, you shouldn't sleep with the boss. Okay, that is not on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, that could probably help you get the job. Don't listen. <laughs> okay, but good, it, tell uh, me. Arriving late. You shouldn't, oh, yeah, arrive, shouldn't late. arrive late. Wear inappropriate clothing. Uh, okay. Um, Who's deciding what's appropriate and what's not appropriate? Well, again, if you're if you're um, interviewing for like a Fortune 500 company, yeah. you shouldn't wear jeans and you know a t-shirt. You know what's interesting about this? So I had a acting a new act head of the acting department at UConn come my senior year, and he wanted all the seniors to audition for him, meaning like just do a monologue so he could see your, what you are, you know? So I showed up in a, a like a short skirt and flip flops. And then I did my monologue for him and then he gave feedback on everyone. And he said, you know, Robin, he goes, the problem with you was the way you were dressed. Here was your first impression and the way you were dressed was inappropriate. Okay. Now fast forward, how many years I just did town hall. He and the other teachers sent me flowers asking me to come back. So my point is just because you're dress inappropriate doesn't mean you can't do a good job but that you gave a good impression no i didn't give a good impression but even that bad impression was an left, impression left an impression no there's no there's no See, such thing just <laughs> you gotta toughen me up all right, I'm too all right, okay. Weak. okay okay Robin, okay can you think of some things you shouldn't say at an interview um <laughs> can i go pee in the drink <laughs> Um, things you shouldn't say at an interview. Mm -hmm. you sh so the cursing wasn't here, there? Uh, no. Uh, okay. Well, you shouldn't say the words. Actually, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. say, I don't know. I, don't, I, I disagree. Go, ready? Ask me a question. Well, um, are you able to do this for this company? Here's the thing. I don't know if I can, but I'm a quick learner. And if you give me assignment, I will do everything in my power to learn that. But why are you wearing flip flops? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Um, you shouldn't say, uh, how much is the salary? What? Oh my, this is, this is, they're wrong. That's the first thing I ask. Well, you should already Go, you ready know. To say, say, um, we would like to hire you. We would like to hire you. All right. And what is the budget you're working with, uh, for me to work here? See, that, that should be up front. You shouldn't ask, I say, you shouldn't say. Are you sure there's not things to do? No, it says six worst things to say in an interview. Uh, that's crazy. Okay, next. Um, I worked for a horrible company before. Talk negative about your past. Okay, yeah. yeah. Also, don't, don't shit talk exes on a date. Same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I have the experience you're looking for. No. Oh, that you're, you're looking, looking for. for. Yeah. Okay. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't say, nope, I don't have any questions. You know, when they usually say, do you have any questions? Yeah. You shouldn't say, nope, that, I'm good. Oh, I don't, I don't agree with this list. My favorite thing is when people just let me leave. So like if I'm talking <laughs> to someone, I'm like, do you have any questions for me? And they go, nope, you're good. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you're a great boss. <laughs> Great pause. Okay. Well, look, I hired you, so clearly I don't know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> all right. That was a great end segment. Thank you. Do you want me to rate you? Oh, gosh. I give you 10 out of 100. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and supporting me and loving me, uh, except for that one negative comment I got last week. Um, but if you ever want to call in, just again, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. Again, if you want to come see me live in 2024, head to my website at robinshaw.com. And all right, guys. Oh, we have another call. 
Nicole Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.